Can you sing the whole? Like, can you sing it? Like, see, I get, I get tangled up. I get chicken tangled China, up. The Chinese chicken. You I have a drumstick chicken. in the brain. Start sticking. Watch X Files with the lights on. You done my maze on? I hope the smoking wasn't oh, this. I'm like Harrison Ford, getting frantic. frantic. Like saying I'm tantric. Listen, keep, uh, let's take a scare to, to satisfy. satisfy. Like Kurosawa would make mad films. Like, okay, don't make films. But if I did, that, have a samurai. And this is the part. And, and, yeah, it's the nubs, it's just my own. It's flying off the back. So get into a sailor moon because cartoons got the boom and the maybe it's make me the wrong thing. It's gonna. Can not help if they think you're funny when you're mad? <laughs> trying hard not to smile, but I feel bad. See, yeah. I pick it up right there. I I'm not perfect on it anymore. No, that's good. That's really good. That's really good. When I was in college, I could I could. This is what the audience comes for, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we proudly present our spectacular show of podcast magic and imagination full of Disney wonder, news, and pop culture. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast with Jen Novotny and David Dollar. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. It's the Main Street Electrical Podcast. Ha! Episode yes. number 88. We have been coming to you now for 88 consecutive weeks. I'm very proud of that, by the way. We haven't had yeah. a single week. Well, unlike you, Jen, who just decided you were going to binge watch Law & Order all day, and you're like, eh, I don't want a podcast, so you know, you're out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was totally what Actually, I Actually, I don't remember why you were out, but I remember you were being out for some good reason, I'm sure. Uh, but Heather <laughs> filled in. But uh, yeah, the show, 88 weeks now. This is our 88th episode, so thank you guys for joining us uh, once again. Jen. How'd you Disney this week? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so I am Disney. I think this is actually the same way I did last week. So that's that's probably cheating. But uh, I'm drinking out of a Disney mug. I have been all week because I'm down to two mugs at my house. I refuse to drink out of a styrofoam cup. They're both Disney mugs. I think that's a way. different mug though than last week. So it is different than last week. Oh, is this a I different think, one? I okay. think so. Yeah, yeah. this is well, one of maybe. my favorites. I don't remember. They're all run together. This is, uh, yeah, yeah. This is my Dumbo mug. Mm-hmm. I love him. Don't just fly, swore. I think it's cute. Fun time. So, um, yeah, aside from that, uh, I mean, I've packed up some Disney stuff because mm-hmm. Disney. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a lot of it. How, how is the house update? Uh, so so where are we on the house? Where? Oh, well, um, I don't remember the last update I gave, but our house, like we are getting ready to close on it soon. We mm-hmm. are getting ready to move out. We mm-hmm. have... Most of our stuff in a storage unit. We have some stuff at my parents' house because that's our temporary landing spot. For a year. And for, yeah, temporary for a year because um, the market is crazy and right. we're building and like materials and et cetera. Like, it just won't be done. So, but selling while the market's hot. So, uh, audience, I just want you yeah. to close your eyes and imagine you and your family, kids, or maybe just you and your, 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 your significant other, or just you living with your parents for a year for one solid year now knowing there's an end in sight there's a house coming and you have you're getting it built and everything so you just have to hold on because it's coming but a year and i love my in-laws um i really do i don't know that we could do that for a year i guess we'd have to i mean it's one of those things you you (laughs) got to do but at the same time we don't have to we could probably find a rental but rentals around here are like crazy high right now right. like more than what a mortgage would be so it's well like, it's good that you have a good relationship with your your parents yeah. and the parents and everything you can do that and, they, and they're yeah. welcoming you with open arms hey come on they in. are right. they are so we're like we're, we're blessed to be able to do that and um i mean honestly it'll allow us to pay off some student loans so very good very cool. very cool so i disney this week by watching now I'm gonna. I would say, are you watching this, Jen? But the answer is gonna be no. So you know the answer is no. So very good. Uh, watching the book of Boba Fett. 
It is the new Disney show. Oh, Disney that one does look good. It is. Um, it basically takes place kind of after Return of the Jedi. Of course, Boba Fett got thrown into the Sarlacc pit, and you find out what yes. happens and how he got out of the Sarlacc pit, and he becomes what's called the Daimo of the uh, of the of what the Tatooine area because J- Jabba the Hutt is now dead. Um, okay, so Bib Fortuna was the character that had the big tentacle running around his arm. Oh yeah, his neck, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talked like this, so Wanawanga, that guy. That's Bib Fortuna. <laughs> yes. So in the story. He takes over Jabba's area, takes over the whole thing, uh, but he is taken out because um, because it's just uh, you know because he's, he's a bad guy. So Boba Fett, exactly, he's a bad guy. Boba Fett comes and takes him out and takes over. And I didn't know the term Dymo, D O U Y M O. I think Doimo, something like that. I don't know if it's a real term or just a Star Wars term for like mayor okay. or owner, like the mob boss. He's the one that runs the thing. The oh. show is the show is good. It's a it's a good show. It's it's an exploration into the character of Boba Fett, which. Interesting. It's crazy because honestly, in the Star Wars original trilogy, Boba Fett gets like ten minutes of screen time. I was gonna say he is like his he is like, favorite. I was shocked when I went to Star Wars weekend mm-hmm. how much like everyone was looking for Boba Fett. Oh yeah, yeah. And I in in my head, I'm like, did I miss something in the prequels? Was he there more? Yeah, did I like? Well, I mean, you, you meet young Boba Fett in the prequels because in Attack of the Clones, Jango Fett is his dad. Jango Fett is his Oh, father. that's gets, right. Yeah, we do gets see killed him. by Mace Windu in the big fight at the very end of the, the big Coliseum yeah. battle. I'm um, not going to lie. Um, I only saw that one once. I only I saw love Attack of the Clones. Two. I do love Attack really? of the Clones. Really? That was like my least favorite. Well, uh, out of the prequels, it's my favorite. And it's much maligned, okay. and I get that. And, I, and, and as I've seen it over and over, I get the fact that they're really cheesy. And they're not good movies. The prequels are not good. They're, they're not, not good. good movies. I mean, they're like. But they're enjoyable uh, bad movies. Like I like the bad. They are movies. enjoyable bad movies. That is versus a good way to put it. Rise of the Skywalker, which is trash. It's a crap movie, and I'll never watch it again. And the Last Jedi. I just really watched not that it last week. Actually, really I watched not, that last weekend. Not good. They're not good. Force Awakens is pretty good, but it, like it's diminished. No, I liked Force Awakens. It's diminished knowing what's coming down the road. I feel like that is actually diminished. It's like having a really great movie and a really terrible sequel. This is what this is. Suddenly, you look at the first movie and you're like, this would be even better if the if the follow up was better because I know. loved Seven. So, I loved Seven. I was like, good. oh my gosh, this is going to be so fantastic. And then Eight, I was like, okay. Yeah, I loved I loved eight to begin with. So, so Sukut's viewings just wasn't good, but Book of, Book of Boba Fett is good. The difference in that and the Mandalorian. Mandalorian was a phenomenon. It was an actual yes. phenomenon. The yes. Baby Yoda, Grogu thing. Mandalorian, Mando. Everybody's talking about Mando Yoda. and blah blah blah. Um, it was this, and it was the return to Star Wars. There's a great meme mm-hmm. where, and I, you've seen Hook, I'm assuming, because you know. Oh my gosh, you're yes, a kid love once. Hook. Absolutely. There's a scene where the the, the 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 fat kid, the chunky kid, looks at at pan or looks at, at peter or whatever, whatever his name is and looks at him and it's like oh there you are it's like he's discovering yes, he, he's, he's, in there, he's, he's like he, he, yes. was, he was like yes yeah. yes like, well there's a meme going around where it's got the same characters except the little kid is named star wars fans and rob williams is is mandalorian and like they're looking for star wars and it's like oh star wars there you are. Yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of the same track. But it's, it was All a phenomenon right. where it's Book of Boba Fett. It's just a fun show. It's a fun show. There's nobody really talking about I mean, there's people talking about it. But it's not like, you know, you don't have Boba Fett backpacks. Like, you might have a Grogu backpack out there somewhere. Right. So, no, no. no. It's, Although it's I do know somebody who, like, they do a whole thing. She posts to media because mm-hmm. her kid loves Boba Fett. Right. And for Christmas, they have a thing where Boba Fett comes. It's like. Oh, that's awesome! Like the tw- <laughs> I can't remember if it's like the twenty second or twenty third, and like there's a whole there's a oh, whole story Boba that Claus. she's that she has. Oh, it's hilarious! You have to leave out certain treats for Boba Fett. It's I, it's hysterical. absolutely amazing. 
I so love funny. her for it so much. It's <laughs> so funny. Well, the fun thing about the Star Wars shows too is that you see characters that you saw in the movies that only, you only saw for a second, like in the the, the cantina right. in the first Star Wars. You saw a glimpse of a hammerhead or a glimpse of a walrus yes. face or whatever, and now they're actual characters in these movies. And so there's one like mob boss who's the hammerhead character, which if you saw him, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. That's what was that's what the action figure was called. So everybody knows him as a hammerhead. Um, he's actually like got a got an actual role in in there, so it's kind of mm-hmm. neat. And, and even in Mandalorian and IG88. Which was one of the, yeah, like in the Empire Strikes Back, the first appearance of Boba Fett when Darth Vader is talking to all the bounty hunters. He's like, "I need you to go find mm-hmm. Han Solo." It glances around and sees like four or five different characters and different creatures. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of those characters and creatures are explored in the new new series, um, including the IG eighty eight, which is the tall, thin robot. And you see him in action, like really in action mm-hmm. in Mandalorian. When it's like that guy's a bad A. I mean, just it's really <laughs> cool. It's really, really, really kind of cool. So anyway, so that's what I did. I've been watching Book of Boba Fett. That's my Disney this week. Um, I I have I have made a commitment now, David Dollar, that yep. when I am finished with my current, and I I literally get maybe an hour when I'm doing like mindless paperwork at the end. An of hour the night, a quarter, maybe watch. an hour a month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe, but like, like a couple times a week, I, when I'm doing mindless paperwork mm-hmm. for an hour, like at eight o'clock at night, I put on my second computer screen, right. I put up something on whatever. And right. I, but I, I am finishing a BBC series okay. because I am slightly obsessed you with are. historical fiction you are. and BBC. You and Stephanie could have hours of conversation on shows I mean, literally, she and I could talk forever. She, uh, y'all two could talk I'm, about the crown for like a, for like an hour and a half per episode. It would be amazing. And so. that's okay. Like we, like yeah. that is actually mm-hmm. possible. So <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Um, Mandalorian, I think, is is ultimate viewing. You need to see Mandalorian. If you get the book of Offset, yeah. great. If not, yeah. you'll catch it eventually. Yeah. But Mandalorian, yeah, I think I'll is catch it eventually. Viewing. I was it's... I was actually gonna start with Marvel though. I was gonna do start Marvel. with definitely. Um, yeah. I was gonna just do um, go in order. Wandavision. What? That was Wandavision. Um, and then yeah. Falcon, Winter Soldier, and then Loki, and then Hawkeye. Just go in order. Uh, I and of course Moon Knight is the new show coming. Now that is a I new, saw you posted about that. That is a character yeah. that, that that people like. Uh, I'm a comic book guy, so I know about Moon Knight. I don't know about Moon Knight a whole lot though, and a lot of people will be like, Who Yeah, I mean, Knight? I've never you heard know? of him. Um, I, th- what I'm understanding and how how I've heard this is it's six episodes, and the last episode is going to be coming out around the week or so when Doctor Strange's Multiverse of Madness hits hits theaters. Mm-hmm. And if you love Marvel, you are going to love Doctor Strange too because it is going to be packed with Marvel and I with characters. Love because love we are Dr. now venturing into the multiverse whole thing, and it's going to be that's going to be going to be nuts. And I'm looking forward to Moon Knight. I can't. can't wa- you know, I don't know a lot about I it, and, I, and I'm hoping. Some. I'm hoping it's an origin story, like this is how Moon Knight came to be and what Moon Knight is, versus just jumping in okay. with a character. So I'm hoping it's gonna be that because people don't know Moon Knight. No, is. that'll that'll be good. Yeah. yeah, I I need to also rewatch. It's time. I'm gonna have to force myself to mm-hmm. rewatch um, Endgame and Infinity War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Infinity War, Endgame, whatever. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, I've been putting it off, but I need to review. Right. That's the thing. I need to review before I go into Wandavision. Like I, mm-hmm. but it hurts me. Right. Well, what you could do is you could start with, I would say, Civil War. That's kind of where everything really comes to a head with 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 with, with game starts. That's that's yeah. that's the that's the ignition point. Like it's been sparks and everything, but that's where somebody throws a match yeah. on that fire. Civil War, and then you know Black Widow, and then go into the Infinity War, whatever. See the movies you need mm-hmm. to see, and then when you get to Black Widow, watch that ending credit after mm-hmm. you watch okay. Endgame, um, because you know Black Scarlett Johansson and Black Widow has died. And they talk about that in Black Widow. That's the that's the stinger in Black Widow. For the, if you haven't seen it, you know that she dies. So they reference that at the end of Black Widow. So watch the movie Again, Black Widow. It's too soon. Hit pause. I see. I see. 
still Hit have a pause, hard time with it. Watch Infinity War and then Endgame and then watch that last scene, last very, very last scene, which is kind of cool because, you know, we've had yeah. Hawkeye talking to Scarlet Witch about Vision and, and, and Black Widow, Natasha being mm-hmm. dead. And then go to that scene where you got Elena saying, I'm going to get my revenge. Um, and then, of course, then you go into Hawkeye. So, yeah, there you uh, go. <laughs> it's like, all oh, would I have all this extra time? It's, <laughs> it's all the news that's fit to print with David Ola and Jen Novotny. Yeah, news. Uh, so we're going to jump into some news real quick. Um, a couple of stories, and I don't want to run too long, so we're going hit to the, hit the highlights. Did you know, Jen, there was a figment? popcorn bucket released this week have you seen that have you seen pictures of that what i'm right? so shocked by this news right? i had no idea well you might not have any idea because disney in their infinite wisdom decided to make it available at one single cart in epcot one single i place just in let's epcot. wrap our brain around this How for about a second that? How about one that, place. Disney? Well, yeah i, like that. I love place. that right? right 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 really yeah because disney fans are so you know calm and patient mm-hmm. and we, mm-hmm. uh, well, they yeah. work because they waited There's seven no hours for There's no hype for merchandise. So, There's no hype for, I, I don't, for merchandise. Okay, so number one, my thought, my first thought was, I wish Disney would flood the market with these things. Would just absolutely oh put about like 10,000 of these things in the park. Everybody who wants one gets one. 25 bucks a pop, you're going to make a fortune off of it. That way, when you go on eBay to look at them, nobody's buying them for $150 a pop. They're having to buy them for $15 a pop that, because they're everywhere. That's what I want. Everybody who wants to get one gets one. Um, but it's making me so upset that it's going for so much on eBay. Right. Like, literally, come right. on, people. Right. Right. And also, I don't like the idea that – and I'm seeing pictures of people buying five and – or having five and six popcorn buckets. Now, my guess is they were trying to enforce the rule we can only buy two. My guess is right. that, that, that Chuck decided to ask Phil and John, hey, would you guys buy me some popcorn buckets? I'll give you some extra money for it or whatever. And then, of yep. course, they read up, whatever. I don't know how to enforce this, but make it a rule where you can't walk around with six popcorn buckets. You just can't. You, you, or you have if to have you're doing something. That, don't, don't make it so blatant. Don't make it so obvious. Come on. Because people that do that are just obnoxious to me. I mean, like, go find Correct. a locker. Put them in the locker or something like that. Hey, meet me something. in the lockers. I'm going to rent some lockers because you, people hate you. Um, also, Disney. Also, what are you doing with these? Oh, wait, you're yeah. putting the money back. Disney, if you're not going to have them at multiple places in Epcot, have them at every every one. I get that. But maybe they're like, you know what? We want to make sure that people who just want regular popcorn can go somewhere and just stand in line for 20 minutes versus eight hours. I get that. Make them available at four kiosks. Or each of those kiosks has a separate table where all you do is have popcorn buckets. That's it. <laughs> Kiosk for all your popcorn and your churros and your mm-hmm. ice cream or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then next door is a table or a setup, whatever you want to. You know, or you know what? Do a virtual queue for it. If you want the first day or second day, do a virtual queue for it. If you don't have a virtual queue mm-hmm. number, you can't buy the popcorn. Something because I feel like Disney is laughing at the. I mean, they're just shoving it in fans' faces because you know they have the capability to do something. And I heard this week about. I was reminded this week about how Chapek was making fun of Universal when Hagrid opened. People were waiting ten hours for a ride. Uh, Chapek was basically basically making fun of that. We're like, you know, you wouldn't basically you wouldn't do that at Disney. Guess what? Yeah, you would. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you would. And, but it's for a popcorn bucket. It's not for. And, a and you know this is happening. I mean, like they know this is. They see it. This this is not something that like they're. Oh, this caught us off guard. I mean, yeah. come on, people. Come on. I just. I. I. I feel like Disney could do better than that. Josh, do yeah. better. You can do better than this. You really can. <laughs> you really can. Now, however, however, in the same park, if you're aggravated at your popcorn bucket line you're there i've been there for eight hours now the the mm-hmm. daytime has turned to dusk and dusk has turned to evening and evening has turned to night you need but to turn around and see the glowing shining emery of hope there in the distance called spaceship earth and the rainbow connection 
I'm yeah. assuming you've seen this video. It's it's beautiful. It's just it's absolutely beautiful. It's, and I it's love beautiful. It. They decided to 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 play the Rainbow Connection and they do a light which I show love. I on, love that. Song. I love the song anyway. And I who doesn't song. love this song? This song it's is fantastic. a song of hope and it's a song of togetherness mm -hmm. and unity and love and peace and yep. just it's a great. To me, this song is everything that John Lennon's Imagine should have been. I hate Imagine. I think it's a I, terrible oh, song. I do not. I think it's a terrible song. I cannot stand that song. Um, oh, the, the lyrics are just awful. Um, but this song, Rainbow Connection, is just magnificent. And to have it played with a show. On the on 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 Spaceship Earth, with the lights and everything, and the, the, the rainbow coming through, it's just it's beautiful, and it makes me wonder now what can they do with this? What kind of music can they play? I mean, like, if you know, they get rid of those points of light, I'm just going to be upset. I don't because think I I don't. Love well, first of all, so I think it'd be too hard to get rid of them, and Chapek's not spending that money. But secondly, I think <laughs> it is well. I say it's too popular. Hello, happily ever after. Um, but I, I do feel like this is something that people love, well, they, are loving so much. That. But they used to have the Fountain Show, which of mm -hmm. course is not right. a thing anymore because, right. you know, it's gone. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, but also on one hand, the Fountain Show it took up a lot of space right there in that it middle. Did. Um, it did. It probably was very hard to maintain because you got to yeah. water and the whatever you know blah blah blah. And there was like a wind gauge. You can't like, do it all the time because mm -hmm. when it's really cold, it's really windy. I mean, you're getting soaked right there. And so I, mm -hmm. I understand that the Fountain Show was great, but I understand it. I'm like, I get that. Yeah, Station like that's fine. Already there. You do it. It's right. like doing projections on Hollywood Tower of Terror. Yeah, please keep doing that because you're not affecting anybody or any space or anything. You're just exactly, doing it on, it's great. It's existing, so I think it's it's right. fantastic. I think it's it's awesome. They're finally putting shade in Toy Story Land, oh. uh, which is pretty amazing because Toy Story Land and and I think it's it fell brutal. it fell prey to what I think New Fantasyland did. It was budget mm -hmm. cuts kind of the last minute, so they had to. I think yeah. they had visions of putting shade everywhere, and they decided not to do that. And you walk in there, and it's like this is like Andy's backyard. If Andy's backyard was in Phoenix, I mean in the <laughs> July, I mean just on the surface of the sun. On the surface of the sun, it was ridiculously hot. So they're putting shade in there. They've already got some umbrellas running out, running around for Slinky Dog Dash, uh, which is good. And of course, you've got Mania and in, in, uh, um, Alien Swirling Saucers indoors yes. for the most part, um, which is good. Um, so they're putting shade in there, which is which is which is fantastic as well. Kevin is returning to Animal Kingdom. Um, mm -hmm. For those of you who've never seen Kevin, basically Kevin is the tall bird, the tall bird that mm -hmm. uh, that Russell and Doug and uh, Mr. Fredrickson go to save and rescue in the movie Up. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Kevin becomes ends up being a girl. Kevin's a, a girl uh, because that's what <laughs> Russell named it. Now I'm Andrew Kevin, um, big tall bird, like eight, ten feet, yeah. whatever. It's really cool. It's a cool thing yeah. to see Kevin walking. It's really the park. cool. It's just a neat. I love thing. it. I mean, it's like a, a visual animation come to life and it's just yeah. it's it's a small thing but it's another thing of like i did miss that that's awesome yeah. thank the you the first time i, I saw him again i was like oh okay. it's just it's just really Kevin. cool so and finally since we did the garden rocks last week i think it would be only proper to yeah. do the the uh universal um Mardi Gras concert series, which yes. is coming to Universal. Yes. Now, you're going to find these artists to be a little more up-to-date than some of the artists that <laughs> appear in Disney. Uh, but yeah, for the first time since 2020, Universal Orlando Resort is bringing concerts back to the Mardi Gras event. And here's the awesome lineup. Number one, on Saturday the 5th, um, Sugar Ray is coming. Uh, which you've uh, seen Sugar I Ray. I just saw Sugar you've Ray. You've seen Sugar Ray. Now, you cannot see them every morning. You can only see them on Saturday, February 5th. Oh, Diana wow. Ross and her Supreme Being is coming on the 12th. Uh, the Bare Naked Ladies, they're not there for one week. Uh, they're only there for Saturday, February 19th. <laughs> which, by the way, I do know a couple of people that know every word to that song and can sing every word to that song. You know I know me? the words. Can you sing the whole? Like, can you sing it? Like, see, I get, I get tangled up. I get tangled up. I know the tiny chicken. Yeah, I have a drum stick in the brainstorm sticking. Watching Spouse of Lights on. 
You done my maze on? I hope the smoking oh, wasn't this one. Like Harrison Ford and getting frantic. Like saying I'm tantric. Let's make a guarantee to satisfy. Like Kurosawa would make bad films. Like, okay, don't make films. But if I did that, have a samurai. And this is the part. And, yeah, the yeah, times and it's just my own genre. It's flying off the back speak. Get into a sailor moon because that cartoon's got the boom in and maybe it's making me the wrong thing. It's going to Can't have a face. Think you're funny when you're mad. Trying hard not to smile, but I feel bad. See, I'm picking it up right there. I'm not perfect on it anymore. No, that's good That's really good. That's really good. When I was in college, I could. This is what the audience comes for, folks. Now, it's funny because when Sticks would come to Epcot, only Dennis DeYoung, who was actually just Stick, not Sticks, because yes, just that just one guy stick. would come. Well, right. Sticks is coming to, Ep- to Universal, and I guess like yeah. the four other members of Sticks don't mm-hmm. like Disney World because they come to Universal on the mm-hmm. February 20th. John Party, don't know who that is, uh, February 26th. Uh, coming around the way, LL Cool J coming on March 5th. Oh. Now, I'll be honest with you. I would like to see Cool J. I've been watching would Cool you? J since I was like 12 or 13 years old. He's a cool okay. dude. He's a really, he's a, he's a legend. Oh, yeah. He's a legend. He's a legend, for um, sure. Marshmallow on the 6th. Lee Bryce Who? on the 12th. I don't, Marshmallow, I, I've seen the name. He's is. a name. He's a music. He's a musician. Someone the kids like. He's a name <laughs> that you see him like Jonas Brothers with Marshmallow. Or a Louis Capaldi with Marshmallow, mm-hmm. or and I kind of feel like he's a backup musician. I don't say backup; he's like a musician that features with mm-hmm. whatever. I, I'm guessing somebody could at me and be like, mm-hmm. "No, Marshmallow is this." I don't know. Um, yeah. But if you want some more Marshmallow, then on March sixth, yeah. Lee Bryce. Don't know him either. Becky G. I'm not sure of her either. I know there's a DJ Khaled and it's a Khaled. Well, the Khaled is coming on March 18th. I don't think they're the same person. I'm not really sure. Um, March 19th is Seal. I would love to see Seal in concert. Oh, I love Seal. I've loved Seal since the early 90s, since the crazy days, Prayer for the Dying. Yes. I'll be honest with you, 30 years later, I still have no idea what he's singing about. I look at the lyrics and I'm like, I don't know what I, any of this means. Nope. But I love Seal. It doesn't I matter. Do. It doesn't matter. Prayer for the Dying is fantastic. <laughs> Kiss from a Rose is awesome. Uh, I Kevin love DeGraw, Kiss from a Rose. Kevin DeGraw, uh, he wants to be on March 20th. The Revivalist on the 25th. Jimmy Allen on the 26th. And Jason Derulo on the 27th. Huh? So those are all coming. So a lot more contemporary pop acts coming there as well. So let's turn our attention to some attractions. This is kind of something fun okay. we put together. We want to talk about yes. dark rides. Dark rides in the parks. Now, what actually is a dark ride? And that's something that yeah, you know, we need to find tossed this. around, you know, like e-ticket attraction and a-ticket attraction and dark ride mm-hmm. and things like that. What is dark ride? So I want to go through a couple things of what a dark ride actually is and what it is not. It is not just a ride that is dark. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to right. Space Mountain several times as a reference point to this because people automatically think, oh, Space Mountain, it's in the dark. It's a ride. Therefore, right. it must be a dark ride. All, we yes. had some debate, though, we before the we show. Did. We did. But let me give the qualifications that I have come up with. And I have researched on a couple of different websites. All Ears is one. Tour Plans is the other. So these are reputable sites. It's not just I go to Disney.com.org, Gatorland. Uh, These are actually real sites. So first is it's a story. From start to finish, from even in the queue to the end of the ride is a story. Every part of the story, every every Mm -hmm. part of the ride tells a different part of the story. The second thing is in terms of being that story, you go from ride to ride i'm sorry scene to scene to create that narrative so you're not just in one right. room you're not star mm-hmm. tours is a great example yeah tells a story sure but it's yep. just one room you're in a simulator you see the whatever so that mm-hmm. doesn't that doesn't really count it, it doesn't. doesn't really count uh right. carousel of progress is more of a show show turtle talk with crush is a show launches laugh floor yes there's a whole story there start to finish but you're not going from scene to scene if it's you a broke show. if you broke down at the beginning of a monster Inc., you're gonna be in the same spot as if you broke down at the end yes. of monsters Inc. so there is that um also the elements of the attraction itself if you took mm-hmm. out part of the ride or all the elements mm-hmm. of the ride would you still have the same 
kind of story, same kind of ride. Right. Um, a great example of this would be Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. Let's just say everything shuts down on it. The ride still moves, the car still moving, everything, but you've yeah. got black screens. Oh, you got black walls. you got some black lights here and there. Mm-hmm. You see a big thing in the middle that kind of looks like a tornado, but it's not spinning. It's just there. Mm-hmm. Um, that ride is a completely different ride, completely different. Tower yeah. of Terror, I think, is another example of this. If you took out the lobby, mm-hmm. you took out the elements, you brought Serling, you took, mm-hmm. I mean, because even even back in COVID days, you know, now, but even back in the shutdown days, <laughs> the reopening days, you would walk straight through a lot of that stuff to go straight to the ride. I felt like you were missing some of the ride. You were missing the story. Right, missing you the were. up and everything. Absolutely. You know, and, and Mickey Minnie missing the pre-show, it kind of took in that element out. It kind of, it sets it differently up for me now. And, and, and even Brady, and you had said it, yeah. and Brady said it like, oh, this ride makes more sense. Like it does. Once you got to the pre-show. Exactly. And exactly. I had seen the pre-show, mm-hmm. so it always made sense yep. to me because like in my head, I'm like, oh, okay, I know yep. what's going on. Now, even something like Frozen Ever After, yes, you know the story, but let's just say you take out the scene mm-hmm. with Elsa singing Let It Go. You don't have that scene in there. I feel like that's a fundamental part of the movie. Um, yeah. I feel that's a fundamental part of the ride. So that, that there is something there versus Space Mountain. If you took out the rides and wrote it, it, wrote it in, in the light, in the light or took out the sounds or whatever mm-hmm. you still have a pretty good coast put it cool coaster yeah it's still a pretty um, great roller coaster you get stuck on space mountain you're gonna have the same view at the beginning of the ride as Correct. you would at the end well man you would i not, mean not you might view, be up I mean, a hill or it's the, the same thing hill, basically but, versus yeah. getting stuck on splash mountain you're getting stuck on separate different scenes you're gonna have the yeah. vultures collaring at you or you'll have zip you know, over place. here based on where you are so that's kind of the, kind of the difference in the regular ride versus a dark ride now we made a list of of traditional rides and thrill rides yes. because thrill rides can be dark mm-hmm. rides. I want to give our five favorites on a traditional, and let's just do. We'll do. We'll do. We'll do five of one, five of the other. Let's do traditional first. Okay. okay. Traditional all, first. All traditional okay. first. Yes. And these so, are in no particular order. No folks. particular order. No, no particular, particular order. order. Uh, well, do you want to talk about the ones we were debating on first? I was going to say let's, let's. I was do about that. to say let's. Let's, let's okay. talk about the ones we were debating okay. on because we they like almost fit, but kind of not quite. Okay. So, so there we were put, there were five here that five. I listed. Uh, mm-hmm. Guardians over in California, yep. Living with the yep. Land, Small World, Everest, and Mind Train. Those are the five I had listed yes. as to whether they might or may not be dark rides. Mm-hmm. Now, Living with the Land, Small World, or two, we'll take off the top because if you, to me, if you take out an element of that ride, you still have a ride. Let's just say you take right, out the, you the, the fish area and the shrimp area of Living with the Land. It doesn't really impact the story. You still see the greenhouses. You still mm-hmm. see the, mm-hmm. the the house and everything. And even if you take out the house and the barking dog there by Garden Grill, you still have the rest of it. So you it still doesn't have the rest impact the story that much. But it is a scene-to-scene attraction. You're in the dark some. Yeah. It's, it's a you're in a slow-moving craft and everything. Same thing with Small World. You took out the 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 Hawaiian scene. Let's just say that scene mm-hmm. didn't work. You go straight through it. You know. So do you still have the same story? So I mean, you kind of would. So it uh, in in one case it does kind of qualify as that. Right. Um. So what do you think on that? I mean, do you think those qualify as dark rides? Is that so? Those two. I'm. I'm leaning toward yes. I mean, they do. I lean toward yes on them, but they are to me in a different category of dark okay. ride, I guess. Right, maybe? right. Okay. If that makes sense. Makes sense. So would either one of these make I your top yes. five if we said, yes, they are dark rides? Uh, One of them would. Okay. Okay. Probably. Okay. Yes. Um, one of them would make the old school list. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, I would say then let's just count it. Let's just say. Yeah, let's just do it. Um, let's see. That actually makes it harder for me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather me say no? They don't count. <laughs> so. No, it's fine. Okay. No, right. may- maybe I'd put them in. An, you know, I might have to put do an honorable mention category. Right. Okay. So Guardians is the next one on the list here, and. I'm kind of comparing it to Tower of Terror. And I said Tower of Terror is definitely a dark ride because if you took out an element of that, you would have a different attraction. 
Yes. I'm kind of wondering if it's the same thing with Guardians because – okay, so with Tower, obviously it's in the dark. It goes up and down. The the thing opens. You see out. You're going up and down. You're hearing the music you know or whatever. <clears throat> Guardians, yeah. But this is the same thing with Small World Living with the Land as Guardians. Mm-hmm. It's right. actually all the same thing. Right. So if we're going to throw out Guardians, then we have That's to throw true. out those two. That's true. That is true. But, I mean, you take out the cue of Guardians, though, and, like, you, you you don't have a story. I mean, you don't have the story at all. You don't know why. You don't know why they're being – why you have to – we don't know what you're breaking out of. You don't know who's there. You don't know what's going right. on. Because the story is right. the Collector has captured all of the Guardians. Rocket has escaped. And in that pre-show where he's running around at the top there, he's telling you what to do. Well, by that know, definition, then that Guardians definition. make mm-hmm. sense to go in mm-hmm. and Small World Living with the Land have to come out because the cues don't really do anything for small world right. and living with the land so let's disqualify land and small okay. world it's yep. just family attractions and yep. not real dark rides because yes they tell a story but nothing definitive yeah let's count guardians as, because we count tower and yep. finally we uh, you know we have to take out grand fiesta tour because the queue doesn't do anything that's true too well but then again peter pan's queue doesn't do well no it does because you've got the bedroom yes there. it does um, yes it does the poo queue the pirates queue well the pirates queue the haunted mansion queue the dinosaur queue mm-hmm. the other queues do frozen doesn't well you're going through the uh, house no, you're so walking through up. yeah you're walking through the, the house yeah but then again but, but then you could see you say that about small world though because you're walking through small world and you're walking through that big area with the clock and uh, um and and the, the canal boats and everything and there's the characters and the clock and stuff and oh and no it goes with the theming but it doesn't further the story okay so we will disqualify land and small world we will count guardians We'll like, count because guardians. we're counting Tower of Terror, we will count Guardians. Not yes. just for the Q element, but because of the story itself. That I agree. From the front I agree. Okay, so the last two here are Everest and Mine Train. And I would say count Everest as a dark ride, but not Mine Train. And here's why. Mine Train, the story is told in the queue. I mean, yes, you're going to the mines and stuff. And there is an element yeah, in yeah. the middle of going through the mines itself. Mm-hmm. But the coaster itself is just a coaster. Okay, It's a coaster except for the one middle section. Everest tells the story because you get halfway through the coaster the tracks are messed up then you go backwards then you see why there's a yeti there i mean it's not just yes it is just a coaster but without that element of the story all the way through it you don't know why you're going backwards suddenly it's just a fun ride you're going backwards you take out you if somehow or another they bypass the mine scene in mine train Mm -hmm. it would still be the same attraction to me it would be the same ride itself because you're going through the mine you're going through the mountains and yeah you're in the cars and stuff and yay and everything so for me personally I'm going to count Everest, but not count Mine Train, and I'm sure there will be a bunch of people that will be like, well, if you're going to do that, then you should do this, whatever. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> We're making the rules. This is our sandbox. So this is our rules today. That's what we've decided. <laughs> okay, so did we say disqualify Grand Fiesta? See, I'm going to count Grand Fiesta Tour. I'm just I'm just going to put that in there uh, as, a, as a possible dark ride. Okay, then we'll put it in there. Listen, I love that ride. So yeah. good. I'm going to put it in there. I don't even have my, like, I have my list of everything. I just don't have a list. Of, I uh, Do you five. even understand? Like I have scratched <laughs> out. I have put stuff back in because we keep debating. So that that's our, those are our rules. Folks. Okay. Those are our rules. All right. Okay. So give me your first traditional. We'll do all our five traditionals. Traditionals. Give, okay. Give me your first traditional well, we dark just, ride. Your we fa- just talked you, about it. So yep. I'm going Grand Fiesta Tour. Grand Fiesta that Tour. is okay. one we have to ride every time. We just love it. Okay. And why do you love it so much? What is it about just it's. You know, for me, it's a for, for Fiesta Tour for me is a is a take or leave. I like to ride, and if I'm going with yeah. people that want to ride mm-hmm. it, then you know, um, mm-hmm. we'll we'll go ride it. It'd be great. But it's not something I'm walking by. If I'm by myself, I'm like, I got time. I want to ride Fiesta Tour. I'm, that's something I'm not like. I need to go ride Fiesta Tour. So I mean, what is it about Fiesta Tour that you love so much? I don't know. I, we 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 love the Donald Duck stuff. Mm-hmm. We love. Um, I mean, we love the opening scene. We love walking through the pavilion. 
And I think it just, it harkens back to childhood a little bit, like watching the three caballeros and the, I don't know, all the stuff on, on Disney channel. So that's, that is just one. And we have um, some friends who we call the three amigos. So Mm -hmm. every time we get to the end scene with, you know, the animatronics and I like send them a little video, I'm like, it's you guys. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I mean, yeah, I think that's, that's, I I tell, I'll take that. That's your answer. So yeah, we'll go with that. Um, My first one on this list is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Over in Disneyland. Mm. Um, there's nothing to me, even the ride itself is not, it's, it's sort of anticlimactic. It reminds me kind of of Winnie the Pooh. Everybody talks about Winnie the Pooh mm-hmm. and you get on the ride. You're like, okay. I love the history behind Mr. Toad's Wild sure. Ride. I love the fact that it was at Disney World. Mm-hmm. I, I would love for it to be still at Disney World. I'm okay with it being just at Disneyland because I like having park exclusive rides. If you want Mr. I Toad, do too. if you want I Mr. Do Toad, too. you got to go there. You know, don't mm-hmm. tell me, I don't want to put mm-hmm. racers in Hollywood Studios because, you know, right. if, you're, if you want racers, right. you got to go there. If you want, you know, Rock and roller coaster, you gotta come here. And so, um, so I love that element of it. And uh, mm-hmm. I just, I, I think it's, I think it is a fun ride. I think it's, it's dark. It really is like definitively dark. It's a dark. It is. Oh, it's thematically. You go it's to dark. hell. You go to hell. You go I mean, to you really hell. Do. And so this isn't I'm Universal on Hollywood Horror Nights. No, this is actual, like, you know. This and is like actual, they have yeah. hot lights. They right. have hot lights in the hell scene. Yeah. It's like, it's just, it's like strange. this is for It's, it's strange. So and it's just like, it's almost Although the wind me, in the willows itself is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of, and, and I, I don't know if this will be on your list or not, because I don't know if, you, if you've done the new mm-hmm. Snow White attraction, which, by the way, we're doing current yes. attractions. Mm-hmm. We're not doing past attractions. Current. Snow right, White Scary Adventures was like that, too. Oh, it was scary. Uh, and I've actually, I, I know cast members who worked back in those days and would say that they would be, they'd be the one that had to walk, you have to walk through the rides at the night to make sure everything looks good. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I'd get creeped out. I'd have to walk through Snow White Scary Adventure by myself with the lights on. And I, it would creep me out walking through that attraction. It, it was just like, it, has a, it had it. a weird vibe to it, apparently. Um, so yeah, so that's, so, so, so Toad that. is, Toad is my, uh, it's my first one. What's your next one on your list? Well, it was going to be Toad. So I'm going to. Okay. Right, that's okay. switch Flip gears up. here yep. then because it's okay i i had honorable mentions i'm mm-hmm. just pulling one out and putting one do in it, do it, do it. um i'm gonna i gotta go with spaceship earth okay so because i love spaceship earth mm-hmm. i've loved all iterations of spaceship earth i can probably quote the entire thing mm-hmm. um uh, so as excited as i was for it to get a little makeover because i'm hoping they bring back the end scenes and everything right if i lose dame judy dench i'm gonna be sad but I love Spaceship Well, hopefully they'll put in somebody that, uh, you know, like Morgan Freeman or somebody like that that can talk. Well, that would be awesome. Be no, listen, I, it has to be an iconic. I mean, like, let's look at the voices. There was Walter Cronkite, Jeremy right. Irons, Dame Judi Dench. Who, who, who am I missing? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Was there Walter Cronkite, Jeremy Irons, Judy Jeremy Dench. Irons, Judi Dench? Is that it? I want to say there was one more, like an unknown name think, or a smaller name. I feel like there was one so. other one, but regardless, those are the three. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah. I, I have Spaceship Earth on my list as well. Um, I'll go to something else, but I do love Spaceship Earth because I feel like it's an attraction that over the last several years has really gotten a resurgence for people. People like this. Yes. And like this whole mm-hmm. – and, and maybe the, maybe it's just me, but I feel like in the last 10 years, there's been a whole surge of, of nostalgia for Disney World. Mm-hmm. Like people want the, – they want the Toad. They want the Figment. They yes. want the Spaceship Earth. They want like all of a sudden things that they were not that popular. They when they were kids. Yeah, exactly. And now it's suddenly a big deal again. And yeah. Spaceship Earth I think is a big deal again, especially with the threat of losing it. Um, you know, yeah. And I'm interested to see what they do. I'm a – I'm afraid they're going to go to the whole technological thing where you you have the the screens and the 3D and whatever. I don't want no, that. I want the I tour want through history Same. and all of that. I want and the, the animatronics. I want the chick with the fro and the big boots. I want the nerdy 1, guy in the garage. 
you know, I want with the greasy pizza box. Exactly. I want all of that. I want all of it. So, you know, a garage in San Francisco. Um, so yeah, I want all of that. But uh, next on my list, I'm gonna put Frozen Ever After. Oh, okay. And if we did a when when and if we do an attraction list of attractions that are, have gone that we miss, I probably would put Maelstrom. But I love what they did with Frozen Ever After. I think it's a great attraction. I really yeah. do. And I know people – there's a Frozen backlash with some people because after Frozen was like, oh, my gosh, Frozen. Everybody loves Frozen. And then, of course, um, people were like, we don't love Frozen anymore. It's too much. It's a great attraction. And, you know, we've heard me – They I, did I've, a good job with I've it. I've spoken many times about the whole line, the the, the neck being mm-hmm. in the face of different colors whatever. But overall, the Olaf is fantastic. The Oh, he's great. Um, and I love the let it go scene as the, the, the boat mm-hmm. comes up and it goes backwards mm-hmm. and everything. It's like going to Elsa. But I think the whole attraction is wonderful. And I think the queue is great. Mm-hmm. I think the whole setup is fantastic. I just, I love Frozen Ever After. And that, and that is one that if I buy myself and if yeah. I can, I like it, we'll write it. Um, yes. so I, I'm, I'm a big fan of Frozen. So that's, that's second on my list. Also not in any order. So on right. your list. Um, I'm going to do Haunted Mansion because I am sitting in, well, it used to be a Haunted Mansion themed office, but you know, moving. Of course. <laughs> of course. I've got to have my haunted mansion. So I mean, it's classic and I love it in both parks. I have to say probably give an edge to Disney world because mm-hmm. it's a little, I don't know. The I do love the outdoor queue though, more in Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Yep. Very, very cool on the exterior. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I just love the whole thing. I, I what know, do you I say? I like the Disney world house on the hill kind of brooding and ominous and, it looked but the like, garden area that's in true land is that really is true cool. um, if that could combine the two to me garden uh, to me disneyland looks like a just a haunted like a a mansion that became haunted whereas haunted and mansion that's what it was supposed to look world like. looks like a haunted house yeah it looks like a house mm-hmm. i mean there's a difference in the two i feel like like there's a definitely time, a difference you know, you know so it's just it, 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 there's a difference there and i just like the the look especially at night of the yeah of the haunted mansion uh at disney world it just looks so yeah so creepy and everything and so yeah, I just love like like the walkthrough is a little bit different and land is off. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I I kind of yeah. and I love the interactive queue in world. Right. But yeah, that's that's where I'm at with that. But I love okay. love Haunted Mansion. We know this. Next on my list is Remy's Ratatouille Adventure. That's the newest okay. dark ride. Uh, there are a couple of reasons I like this. First of all, I love it because I, I'm so happy that Disney built this ride. I'm so happy that yes. Disney built. Mm-hmm. This is a traditional. You board a vehicle. You go zip it around mm-hmm. through it. Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway is a lot like this. You go zip it around through everything. Yes, a mm-hmm. lot of it's on screens and stuff, and I get that. And that's kind of the direction we're yeah. headed in a lot of ways. But at the same time, there's so much to see here. And the story that it tells, suddenly mm-hmm. you're small and you're miniature, you're rat, you're zipping under. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, you look up and I'm like, oh, so that's what a shopping cart would look like if I were, you know, two inches tall. Um, <laughs> and you feel the heat from the burner above you. And it's like, yep. oh, so that's what it looked like if I was under a stove burner. Uh, and it just, it's, <laughs> it's just a neat ride. It really it is. is. Cool and I know ride. people are like, most people I know are like, oh, it's cute. I love it. I'm glad I wrote it. I don't know if I'll ride it again anytime soon. This is one that I think I would ride over and over. I just, I really enjoyed this. It's cute. Um, not just with the people I was with, but, uh, you know, cause I got to ride it with Kyla, Kyla, Kyla. Um, that's, <laughs> that's for you, quasi uh, producer Heather. Uh, but no, it's just the people I got to ride it with my friends and then my family on another, on another yeah. trip. And it was just, it was fun now that it's a standby queue. I probably mm-hmm. would recommend purchasing it for 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 for, for yeah, I would um, too. But uh, but yeah, I, I love Remy. And I like I love the fact they did this ride because they could have done a lot with it. They could have made a three D yes. simulator or something, and they just went like, no, we're doing a trackless real ride, and it was That's great. Cool. It yeah. was great. Yeah, good attraction, good attraction. So 
Your list. Um, number, number my four list. Or four, oh, so we're calling that an old school. Interesting. I think. I well, I said traditional, not necessarily old school, but traditional ride. Like a, I want to say like a family, like a ride that a family would ride together, like that kind of thing. That's kind of how I was thinking of. Not like old school, like built in the seventies or eighties. Interesting. I mean, well, then, because I, I have one. Well, I, whatever. I classified one under thrill, and we're just gonna have to let it go. That's so. okay. You can do it. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. So, um, in my traditional, I've got Pirates of the Caribbean. Okay. Which uh, but I'm going to be very specific, mm-hmm. the Disneyland version, okay. because it is, we have discussed this, it is far superior I think to better. the Disney World version. I'm not throwing shade on Disney World's version, <laughs> but it's far too short. It doesn't have all the scenes. Give me the Disneyland version any day of the week. I love going through the bayou. Mm-hmm. I love then. Um, and of course, like the first scenes, like, oh, yeah, 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 this is the same thing. And then yep. suddenly you're like, in a scene from what what was the second movie? It was, it was Black Pearl, and then the second Pirates movie. Oh, uh, the... uh, at at World's End. Uh, no, Mark... it was before that one. It was the uh, Dead Man's Chest. I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't know. They're not there good. Was one... They're not good. All the rest it, of them are just not but, very good. But they took scenes from the Disneyland right. attraction, and I just gave... it's the one where I don't know Johnny Depp and Barbosa. They found like a sunken ship, and there was the pirate mm-hmm. like skeleton in the bed with the map and but dead you see that okay so dead man's, dead man's the second chest one. at world's okay. ends the third on stranger tides is the fourth and dead man tell no tales is the fifth and i'll be honest with you i kind of liked on stranger tides i uh, like stranger tides i didn't like chest at world's end was okay mm-hmm. tell no tales right. was okay dead man's chest is probably my, my, my least favorite of the of the five it's just yeah it's so uh, regardless i but, love that scene mm-hmm. so gotcha. and so it's cool. So Pirates yeah. has to go there. I was going to put Pirates on my list as well. And I feel like there's, there could mm-hmm. be some crossover. And I don't want to cross over because there's so much to talk about here. So I, I just know right. that I love Pirates as well. Um, but I am going to say, I think, Alice in Wonderland over in Disneyland oh, as well. Oh, okay. I do love it because it is traditional. It's old school. Yes. It's an early attraction. It's one of the originals from Disneyland. Yep. It's so whimsical. Um, yeah. By the way, Alice in Wonderland, the movie itself, is weird. It's a oh, strange, yeah. strange movie. That is the Disney equivalent of Willy Wonka, or maybe Willy Wonka is the non-Disney equivalent of Acid oh. Trip. Um, when you're a Lewis kid, Carroll like, was probably on Acid. When you're when you're watching it, you're like, oh, well, this movie is cool. It's definitely when you're opium. a kid, when you're an adult, you're like, what am I watching? Holy crap. <laughs> Can wow. I interject for a minute? Yes. Because my mother was looking for her, you know, for the grandkids. Of course. She's like, she's like, brings over some Disney movies for them to watch. And I was like, okay. I was like, how about Alice in Wonderland? And she's like, I don't know. I think that one's kind of weird. I was like, mother, we watched this growing up. Like you, you, <laughs> what? And she's like, um, well, I just don't, I just don't think it's appropriate. I was like, again, we watched this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 that is oh. it's just a, it's a strange film and the ride itself is kind of a it's kind of a trip as well it, just, it is also a trip. i love you're how right. it goes outside and back inside again you're on it's a caterpillar so it's just it's like it's out good. of out of that one peter pan out of snow white all those that yeah. like tell the story of the movie in the ride itself yeah. i'm a fan of that yeah. one i think that one's my favorite of all of those and i'm just yeah. i'm just a fan of the movie a fan of the uh, the ride itself. so i'm gonna put <laughs> alice on my list as my number four all right finish out your list at number five there I'm finishing mine out with um, Pinocchio over in Pinocchio, Disneyland. Pinocchio, Daring Journey. Daring Journey. I don't even know why, but for some reason, I'm just extremely entertained by that ride. <laughs> of course. I don't, and I don't really, ha- I don't have a reason for it other than I just, I enjoy it. I enjoy the little scene with Jimmy Cricket and mm. you got the blue fairy and it just makes me smile. So. Nice. Nice. There you go. Uh, my last one on my list here, uh, I think also a true dark ride is Monsters, Inc., 
over in Disneyland. A lot of my rides are Disneyland. I realize this. Three of my four are, or my five are Disneyland. Uh, Monsters Inc. Oh. I think it also tells the story. Um, yes, you know, whole it Monsters does. Inc. thing. The door scene is phenomenal. Oh, that's and I know fabulous. it's mirrors. That's if you look, fabulous. if you squint your eyes, look real close, you'll see the mirrors and everything. But the door scene is so cool. Um, so it. it and there's always been the rumor, and I believe this rumor is true, that before 9-11, there was a plan to put a Monsters, Inc. Pixar section in Hollywood Studios and do a Monsters, Inc. ride. The ride that's in Disneyland was supposed to be in Disney World. Um, and they were going to mm. do the doors and, and make it bigger or whatever because it's Disney World and we're better. And just the ride itself, was, the, the queue is fantastic. It like, is. There's a bulletin board with all kinds of fun stuff on there. And, you know, the, the, the news reports are coming through mm. and there's the cars and stuff. It just, it's, yeah. the queue is so cool. Um, and then the ride itself, you get in the cars, you board through yeah. and you see all the monster scene characters and stuff. And they're, they're animatronics. They're not, it's yeah. not uh, computer stuff or whatever. The door scene is phenomenal. So I love monster scene. This is one of my favorite mm-hmm. ride rides, not just Disney, not yes. just dark rides. So, uh, monster scene. So my list is monster scene. Toad, Frozen, Remy, and Alice, and yours is Pinocchio, Haunted Mansion, Spaceship Earth, uh, Grand Fiesta, and Pirates. Yep. Some that we didn't mention. We didn't talk about Peter Pan, uh, Mickey Minnie's nope. Runaway Railway, almost made my list. Um, Winnie the Pooh. See, Winnie- I'm calling that a thrill attraction. Okay, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, Winnie the Pooh. Um, Dino- well, not Dinosaur, sorry. Um, let's see. Navi. Navi, River Journey, uh, the Nemo ride in Epcot, Figment Journey to Imagination. Pooh? That, did you say Winnie the Pooh? Did say Winnie the Pooh and the Mermaid ride as well. Um, and Roger Rabbit, I would count in the uh, yeah, Roger rides Rabbit. over in Disneyland as well. So uh, those are the ones we didn't talk about. Of course, we didn't get to Living with the Land, Small World, because you disqualified mm-hmm. them. So those are out. <laughs> um, let's talk about thrill attractions. And these are dark okay. rides, which really kind of, a lot of these, as we've discussed before, kind of thread that fine line. Yeah. between Are they just a ride or are they mm-hmm. dark rides? which, as we said, we kind of gave what we thought were the definitions yeah. of it, and y'all can let us know what you guys think as well. So um, I'll start this list here. My Probably my favorite of the dark rides. Um, I don't know if it's my favorite. It's it's in my top five, definitely, without, without a doubt. It's going to be Indiana Jones Adventure over in Disneyland. Mm. It's great. It is great. I love mm-hmm. the fact that you ride Dinosaur, and you're like, this could have been Indy, because it's pretty much the same track. Yeah. Um, you know, and so, you know, when I'm going around that, that bumping around that big corner over in Dinosaur, yeah. I'm automatically thinking where I am on the ride at Indiana Jones because I've ridden it several <laughs> yeah. times. The queue, long, but it's really cool. It's dark. But it's you're really in the, in the caves and stuff. The bamboos everywhere. You ride yeah. the ride. The, the Indiana Jones animatronic probably needs some work, um, but it looks cool regardless. Just the whole attraction is just, it's neat. It really is neat. I agree. Um, and also, there may be some crossover on this one because there aren't as many thrill dark rides on here. Agreed. So and don't I'm going to cross over here if and I am crossing over because Indy okay. was on my list. So okay, I'm going to just add that I love that. And uh, the flip side is when I'm writing it, I'm like, well, in Dinosaur, this is <laughs> incoming. But there's always a section because right. I hate spiders. Like I have to close my eyes mm-hmm. when we get to the spider scene. So right. oh, okay. there you go. <laughs> so Brady, I was always like, wait, here it is. Yeah, at the <laughs> like, end right, of- is it like, is it done yet? Is it done? Okay. <laughs> at the very end in India, sometimes I would look at whoever I'm with, Stephanie or whoever, and be like, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> and looking around, I get off the ride. I'm like, didn't we come back with one extra passenger? It's large. It's, it's, it's I know. It's like, I'll crack the dinosaur jokes in certain in certain sections. Exactly. It's funny. Um, but that's a good one. Next on my list is Rise of the Resistance. Uh-huh. And Hollywood Studios in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And I think this is, to me, this is the peak of Disney storytelling. This is mm-hmm. the best Disney storytelling has to offer. Now, not to say that the ride works all the time because all the time it doesn't. I know there's a lot of breakdowns. And no, there the are. Itself. And I've and, been in the in the mm-hmm. one room when it yep. broke down. 
Ugh. So I know logistically there's some issues in the terms of room. in terms of the lines and the vertical yeah. queue and all that. Take away all that, look just the ride itself. It's I mean, phenomenal. the fact that there are actors in the queue is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, you tell the story. You're you, basically it's, mm-hmm. a, it's you get into the thing and you're zapped into space and suddenly you're pulled in. Whatever you get on, mm-hmm. there's a there's, if you if you look down uh, when you're in the stormtrooper room, you can feel the slight vibrations yep. because you're in space, which is cool. And then you actually board the ride itself, um, and the ride zips around, and it's just there's mm-hmm. so many storytelling elements to this. This is to me the, def- the a definitive dark ride attraction. Like this is like, and I think what the pinnacle of what they've created so far. Yeah. And yep. I mean, even if you're not a Star Wars fan or a Star Wars mm-hmm. geek or whatever, you can appreciate this ride for everything that's in there. And this was on my list also. Okay. And here's the one thing I love that I see something new every time. So yeah. we, because you know it's trackless, right? And when you get to under the um, adats, adats, mm-hmm. okay, and and your cars go different ways, right? How about when you go the one way, you see Finn. Like, yeah, yeah, I, absolutely. But I, I think I'd written that maybe five mm-hmm. times before I was like, wait, wait, Finn's over there. Like what? And just amazing. Yeah. It's cool because sometimes you're like right next to the, you go right under it. Other times you're like right next to yeah. it. And just, it's, you get a different view every single time. And of course, you know, you zip it around and there's mm-hmm. the guns. And it, as a star Wars nerd, it is one of those things like, okay, yeah. you, you know, you see the death star or whatever spaceship destroyer shooting mm-hmm. guns out or whatever. Well, now you're actually in the room and you see these massive right. cannons jolting back and forth because they're shooting these massive shots out of space and, mm-hmm. and you're zipping through that. And it's just, it's cool. It's a yeah, cool it's attraction. Super cool. super cool. I love, uh, I love rides with resistance. You put that on your list as well. Um, I'm also going to put tower of terror. Okay. And I'm not going to list guardians mission breakout. I, th- I, I kind of, I'm on the edge about Guardians. I feel like Tower, however, however you define it, is mm-hmm. a, is a dark ride itself because you have the setup of the queue. You walk into the old, mm-hmm. you walk into the old Tower of Terror. You get in there. You get um. Mm-hmm. You get, there's somebody Rod Sterling telling you about what happened back in the 30s or whatever mm-hmm. with uh, lightning, and then you go through the maintenance area. You get on the maintenance elevator. If you have mm-hmm. the good cast member, they're like, you know, thankfully, thank you for dropping in or whatever. Yeah, you know, I'll exactly. Yourself and you know, we'll see yeah. you later. Maybe doors close, and, um, and then you get on the ride and you go through the different scenes and stuff, yeah. and all of a sudden you drop up and down. And I feel like the darkness it adds to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it I does. do. I just feel like there is a a a great great sense of of ominous dropping in that whole attraction. Agreed. I think that's that's a great dark ride in my opinion. So that's that's third on my list. You know what? It's honestly we we may have the same list. I think there'll be like one difference because okay. of how I classified something. So I but we're talking about tower. So let right. me go ahead and keep yes, talking please, about please. tower. This is our favorite ride. Like okay. we love it. Basically, I mean for for the most part on any given day, yeah. I, we were discussing our list like which is your favorite park? It's like your like a child. Like right. you love all your children, but right. occasionally you like one a little bit better. This is like a perennial favorite for us. Mm-hmm. We will wait for this. I love everything about the queue. I love everything about, and I am super mm-hmm. nerdy. I mentioned about like how I watch vintage BBC right, um, because right. that's just who I am. And I like, when I'm reading my books at night, like I read about five pages before I'm ready to fall asleep, but I, I, I'm like central in like the thirties and forties. That time period to me, is just iconic. I, I love, love the it. fashion. Mm-hmm. I love everything about it. And so yeah, it like just kind of checks all the boxes for me. I and think, I think Stephanie would it. I think Stephanie would love to live in the thirties as long as you got the whole depression thing and the whole, you know. Okay. Um, no, no, we have to go like after the Great Depression though, but like before World War II. Like we <laughs> 
or maybe or the maybe roaring, like, tw- maybe the roaring like, 20s when everything was great for like you know five, maybe that, that, a small period of time where everything crashed i was that. not as much into the fashion though of the 20s mm. the 30s and 40s i was more into girl, fashion i was not a flapper yeah. no that was way too straight i still up say you like, and steph need to get together and go hat shopping because she would love it and, and go I clothes shopping because you know she's lost more weight which is amazing. right so so. All right, so I'm going to let you list the next thing on your list. So that way, you know, so that, <laughs> so way, that the way, audience knows you're not just copying my list. I am not just copying your <laughs> list. Okay, this is the one I know we're going to not have the same. Okay. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I classified as thrill. And okay. I don't know why. I guess because there is a lot more, like, jerking around and, mm-hmm. you know, like. Right. You're, not in a bad way. Like it's, right. it's a great ride. It's smooth, but I mean, mm-hmm. like you're doing the dancing and then you're in the whirlwind scene and then you're like the bubbles and the, mm-hmm. yeah. So I love, like, love, love, love this attraction. I think it's adorable. It's awesome. Okay. This so is a, a must ride for me. Great movie ride when it was operational. If they said to you, Janet, we want to replace it with Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. And you knew that it was you knew what railway was going mm-hmm. to be like exactly. Mm-hmm. Would you have said, okay, it's time to replace Great Movie Ride, or you've said, I love Mickey Minnie, but I want to keep what we have. I mean, what what would you have? I I would have been I would have been okay with it. Um, okay. I'm still nostalgic about the Great Movie Ride. Mm-hmm. I still do love that ride. Right. It was when it worked. It was time. Mm-hmm. It was time for it to change. And really, it's like I had the scenes I loved. And that, that was a thing. I loved going through like the early part and the Gene Kelly, mm-hmm. you know, and all singing of that. And then yes. the singing in the rain. And then it was like, and then of course the Fantasia scene, Mary Poppins, right, you know, right, like right. alien scene, like eh, Tarzan scene, mm-hmm. eh, like whatever. And Brady actually does not like Wizard of Oz at all. He thinks it is the creepiest movie ever. <laughs> he cannot. That's his Willy Wonka. <laughs> that is his Willy Wonka. He has never liked, never, never liked Wizard of Oz. So he always just like, <laughs> that's, that's hilarious it's so he would go on the ride for again, me but he did not like it i loved it when it worked whenever the spotlight parade whenever they all were moving oh yeah and they moved that was when, great when you had a cast member and this is not to slight the cast members but yeah. i kind of feel like towards the end they were just putting cast members in there to just to do it and get done with it well i remember writing it initially like early in the 2000s i mean cast members were into it they, oh they, they were, were really on it. it they were on it early um mm-hmm. the alien would come all the way down like you really oh, could probably yeah, bat you it with like, your hand you know like i'll, I'll open your face yeah. and everything it just it was really it was cool so good i loved that so uh so yeah i i don't know I, i'm torn on that i may go with mm-hmm. it as well um i i could see this classified as a thrill right i get that i would still say tr- it's more of a traditional ride that's just my opinion um since you're talking about Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, which I do love, by the way, I do yeah. love that attraction all the way around. I'm going to put Splash Mountain on my list. Okay. Here. Okay. Um, I think Splash. That's not on my is list. Although I love seven it. Seven minute ride. It's a long it ride. Long. It's a log. It's mm-hmm. a log ride as well. Um, definitive story from start to end. Mm-hmm. The Tar Baby. Whether how you feel about that story, you know, plays no bearing into the fact that I like the ride mm-hmm. itself. Um, I think it's a fun ride. I think it's inventive. I think it's colorful. It's mm-hmm. musical. I'm personally okay with it changing. I'm I'm fine with yeah. it. I'm not so married to the to the Song of the South theme that I'm like, no, don't change this ride. But I love it for what it is now. I do. I, yeah. I love the ride for for what it is. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Splash. Um, what's on what's fifth on your list or last on your list here? Expedition Everest. Everest. I love this ride, and so I'm glad we considered it a dark ride just because I love it. Yeah. Um, I love the coaster. I love the backwards part. I do miss when the Yeti worked. But yes. I understand that he never will again. No. We are stuck no. with Disco Yeti for the rest of our lives. But I do remember him as he was. 
I, I, I do the same, and I remember watching the Yeti as he swooped down yes. and you know, everything. And so, and I remember, uh, I, don't, I don't, can't remember if I told the story or not, but there was a, a series of shows on uh, the Learning Channel back in like 2004, 2005. Samantha mm-hmm. Brown would host them, or they okay. were just Disney parks and everything. What's coming up? And I don't know how. Right. Like I've got all these shows saved on iTunes. Like I've got all of them, you know, whatever. <laughs> and they had this great this this foreign couple that was talking about the Yeti. Uh, we saw the Yeti, and they were just getting the English out. So it was so adorable. They were just, we were so scared, and we saw the Yeti, and it was great. And my my wife and I were still, <laughs> you know, we got off the ride. We're like, we saw the Yeti. Um, but yeah, I, I do miss it swinging. We were told in 2007, 2008, something like that by Imagineer, that it likely will never work again because of what they have to do to fix it. Um, yeah, and because if months. it does work, it actually could cause some structural issues, yes. apparently. Yep. So, I mean, because yep. it's such a powerful, huge animatronic, yep. and they didn't foresee that happening. So, And I'm wondering why, and this is just me speaking with no knowledge mm. of how this works at all, why they can't just remove the Yeti and replace it with a, with a smaller or easier element to work with? I mean, I, I know, know it's a you know, multi-million dollar piece of equipment, but just cut your losses? I don't know. Uh, I do know the main thing is they have to shut the ride down for like eight months, nine months. Something like that. Uh, yeah, and nobody wants that. And, so and move half the mountain. Right. That's the whole thing. And the visual would be terrible. Yeah. It would be um, awful. So, yeah. So so there's that. So, uh, yeah, happen. Everest is also on my list, too. I do love Everest. Yeah, it's a I great do. one. I think Everest is fantastic. <laughs> so everything you said about Everest is great. I love – now, did you know it went backwards the first time you ever wrote it? Did you know that it went backwards? Or was that a surprise to you? It was a surprise the first time. Yeah, same thing. Mm-hmm. We wrote it. I had um, to think about that, but I think yeah. this was – Thanksgiving week 07, first time we rode it. Okay. And I saw the tracks and I was waiting for the track to drop. Like I was waiting for the ride itself to go forward, like a oh, yeah. motion. Yeah. And all of a sudden we went backwards. And of course, all of us screamed because it was so cool. It was like, oh my gosh, right. You know, it was, it was great. It was awesome. Um, and then, of course, the Yeti swung at us. And there's the, it was, oh, it was great. So much fun. And, yeah. and now we go back through like, doesn't seem to be any track. That's probably one of Stacy's lasting, lasting lines. I know. You know, <laughs> so. So that's our list there. So we both have Indy. We both have Tower of Terror. We both have Rise of the Resistance. We both have Expedition Everest. You wrote, you put down Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway, and I put down Splash Mountain. The other few that we missed um, would be uh, Dinosaur over in Animal ah, Kingdom, which mm-hmm. to me is a give it or take it. If they replace that ride, I, d- I don't care. Whatever. I, just, I don't care. I don't, I don't care, care at all about that. Uh, Mission Breakout, we mentioned Test Track also qualifies. Um, it may be mm-hmm. on the edge, but it kind of qualifies because you go through different elements of the story. You do. And, you know, including the thing at the end. My kid loves that ride. Um, so, yeah, that's probably the, the list of dark rides that we didn't get to. Like I said, there wasn't a ton of them. So, yeah, there you so go. Of course, that we have overlap. Our, that that is our great discussion on dark rides, which I thought was kind of fun. Um, yeah. Jen, where can we find you online? You can find me at Upon a Star Jen. And then my um, personal Instagram is at Jen underscore Novotny. Don't know why I had to think about that. Uh, well, you find me on Facebook, and I have to think about mine sometimes, too, because I have so many. Find me on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. Those are my Disney pages. Would love to talk to you about, of course, anything and everything Disney and Universal and anything else. Uh, find me on Instagram at the Magic on a Dollar. And, of course, find the show on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, and online at themsepodcast.com. That's our website. At Gmail is our Gmail address. We'd love to hear your thoughts on, on your favorites, on your favorite dark rides. Do we miss mm-hmm. something up? Do we miss one? Or do you have a good argument of... 
that's not a dark ride, and here's why. My right. father built that ride, and he said, blah, 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 blah. You know, uh, Christine's husband made built I was going to say, Christine! I don't know. Exactly. Get her on here and talk about it. But, uh, yeah, find us on all the, all the usual places and stuff. And don't forget, we are a part of Upon a Star Travel. Jen owns Upon yep. a Star Travel. Um, and she faces this every day with her favorites. She's like, which one is my favorite today? One day, it's myself and quasi-producer Heather. The next day, it's myself and Agent Kyla. The next day, it's myself and Emily. The next, And every day, you have to go through this, this ordeal of who is your favorite every day so you know. notice he's included himself every day so duh <laughs> so, uh, as we close up here um, of course we'll uh, be back next week with more uh, magic as usual don't forget it's been 1,143 days since the Disney World Railroad has been operational as our running list just gets sadder and sadder as the days mount up don't forget to thank Thank you for listening to the Main Street Electrical Podcast. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The MSE Podcast. Or visit our website at themsepodcast.com. Be sure to subscribe and may all your wishes come true.